sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kopon. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kopon. Hey, and welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kopon, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Tuesday, uh, March 26, 2019. And uh, a few things I want to just get out of the way real quickly. Late breaking news. Uh, a Boeing 737 MAX, no passengers, they just move in the planes, left, I believe, Orlando, had a turnaround, engine trouble, made it back, uh, no other information except to say Boeing stock is down uh, mm, almost $3 in the aftermarket. No other news besides that. I had to start with that. Aren't I good with news like that? Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, this is a show about all the things that affect our future, you and your money, the economy. So we do the markets, which have a very good read. We do Washington, D.C., that's controlling more and more and more of our lives. And we do things that may not sound like they have anything to do with you, but they really do. And we'll cover one of those today and whatever else. But first, if you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Kolbaum. You can email me and just be nice, though. I'm not a fascist, I swear. I'm really a nice guy. I swear. I'm philanthropic. I'm nice to people. All that stuff. I love when people call me fascist. Uh, read our articles and all that stuff. If you want to hear what we're doing, hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button, get our notes direct to you, and the email service, convictionleaders.com, right on the website. One free month. Check it out. All at uh, GaryK.com. So um, yesterday we tell you we're heading into the end of quarter window dressing. We had an update today. wasn't a little teetered a little bit, but we'll explain that in a bit, but... We just think there's a lot more going on right now. We're going to do markets, and you know we get in-depth, and I'm going to go through everything I promise. So today, a couple of things happened that got my interest. Number one, they put a vote out on the new Green Deal on the Senate. So you get this Ocasio-Cortez. started out as a proposal, a change to a wanting going forward, and the Republicans said, yeah, okay, well, we'll give you a proposal. We're putting it out on a vote. In the Senate, and the reason why is you had a bunch of Democrats back Ocasio-Cortez in this utter nonsense. Even you on the left know it's utter nonsense. All the Democrats voted present, which means it's a no vote. It's a soft no. They don't want to be involved with it, so it didn't even get past the procedural vote. It's dead before we even get going. So imagine your government backing a proposal that's not a proposal, and then somebody brings it as a vote, and you completely back away. Do you get where I'm going with this? I would love to see what happened if somebody came out with a vote tomorrow on a balanced budget amendment. I would love to see that vote. I would love to see a vote on uh, term limits. Be the same thing. Same thing from both parties. 
So again, and then I'm sure if you haven't checked this Jussie Smollett case in Chicago, out of nowhere, the case has been dropped. The evidence has been sealed. Yet the police and the mayor are out today ripping the stuffings out of the uh, prosecuting attorneys. And we're finding out that, and you can read about it, a former Obama aide emailed the top prosecutor about the case, about concerns. Uh, You can read about all the shenanigans that went on. And you know what? I'm happy. Young guy. Not a violent crime, though it could have caused violence. Uh, I believe he's never committed a felony before, so you get off and and you move on. But it turns out it was a deal. Uh, had to give up his bond, do community service. Yet this guy, Jesse Smollett, goes out and says he's innocent. And rips the police. And of course, these idiots who work with him in the show The Empire. Oh, you see, we told you so. Told you so. The guy's guilty of sin. Everybody knows it. He knows it. We now find out from the prosecutors... They believed he's guilty and had evidence upon evidence upon evidence, including texts upon texts from him to these men, video of these men buying the new soul, everything. Yet, it's now sealed. And why am I bringing this up? Well, it's the same reason I brought up for years. Me. Whining and complaining about all those rich bankers getting off in 08 for the massive, massive, massive fraud that they perpetrated on all of us. So you have this one that's famous, gets off. You got them that are wealthy and connected, gets off. And a lot more in between. So it's more of the many-tiered playing field. The many-tiered playing field that we're all on. That if you're not famous, if Michael Jackson paid somebody 23 million bucks to go away on sexual predator accusations. We now find out they had massive amount. He got off. Nothing. Didn't he get off? He got off. How about this sexual predator in Lauderdale? What's his name? Jeff something or other? He got off. Billionaire. Billionaire. Got nothing. And I can just go on and on and on and on and on. And I just watched this today, and I'm no fan of Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago. But I am a fan of the superintendent of police from Chicago, who I thought was just magnificent. They were really PO'd. That because somebody's famous and connected, just got off with a crime that could have caused a lot of racial tension in a city that's got some racial tension, Chicago. Why does this matter to you? Why does this matter to everything? It's part of government running this crap. Up next, markets. Much more. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. 
time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. Uh, thanks for being with us today. Uh, again, a Boeing plane... That was just being moved, the 737 MAX had engine trouble, and they have nothing to do with the issues. But, so Boeing's hit a little bit in the aftermarket today. Down about, I got about $2.5 in the aftermarket. I don't know if it's going to mean anything for tomorrow. But, man, I guess when it rains, it pours. And I don't know if you've been reading up about this Boeing thing. And I don't want to sit here and, and indict. But, man, Boeing really screwed this up. From what I'm reading, I'm just, from what I'm reading, the airlines would have had to pay extra money for an option to get the extra software that possibly would stop these crashes. Really? Really? So it's like you go to a Marriott and you pay extra to get the ocean view. Really? 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 Anyway, so those are the few things that are of interest to me today. And, uh, again, uh, there is a clear lack of playing, level playing field in so many aspects that are out there run by our government. We know it. We've seen it. It's still around. And for those of us that live on the straight and narrow to watch people get off on doing bad things, you know, Gives you pause. You remember how I was for months in 09, just ripping stuffing off of who was it running the the CEO of Merrill back then, who's a big time financial CEO now, the CEO of Bank America back then. They committed a uh, Citigroup. They committed crimes, felonies. Citigroup took bad loans off their books before earnings put it back on, and I even read and I believe it was the Wall Street Journal that Citigroup was censured for doing it. And they promise not to do it again. But that was it. I'm in jail if I do that. Goldman Sachs created products, crappy products, sold them, and immediately shorted them in their own account, betting against them, knowing the product they created was crap. Nobody. No problems. The rating services that are supposed to have no bias... Rated, crappy, scummy bonds, triple A. That should have been rated triple Z. Emails between some of the people at the rating services saying this is not the word crap, the other one, and nobody got in trouble. To me, that's a crime. Thus I repeat, where's the playing fields that are level? And we've seen it. I've, I've railed against the three strikes and you're out in California. Remember that moronic, imbecilic, stupid? If you stole three slices of pizza three different times, you're in jail for life. But if you raped a woman, nah, 10 years. That's how moronic these people were. And, of course, you, you know, the lunacy of government now. 
legalize marijuana so we can tax it. But raise taxes on sodas so you don't drink it. So they're telling you, use one to tax. Don't use one to tax. But they're telling you, soda's bad, but marijuana's good. Hey, I'm just missing the logic. That's what they're telling us. Think about it. I mentioned that on TV last night, and I watched it back, and the whole panel was like, huh, I didn't think of it that way. Well, that's because they're not Mr. Logic, me. But these are the people running the show. The same people that we are depending on to do the right thing when they've already brought us the $22 trillion of debt, trillion-dollar deficits, pensions that will never, ever be paid for, entitlement programs that they forgot. Actually, they didn't forget. They've done nothing about the demographic changes, the thievery of your Social Security dollars that was supposed to be in a lockbox that you that are getting their Social Security checks right now, you're not getting your money back. You're getting my money from me working today because they ripped it all off. So I repeat, I put all these together and I like, oh my God. And of course, then we get into this left that is creating this climate crisis. The end of the world's coming. Give me more money. We'll fix it. Yeah, we're going to stop hurricanes. They're just a bunch of crooked liars. They're making it up to think that we can stop hurricanes and tornadoes. And we can stop the weather from changing. We can make the the earth cooler or warmer. For them, they're trying to make you believe we can actually do that. And I got to tell you, it's been working on some of our young people. I have to have conversations with them and explain to them how they're making it up. And they're looking at me like I'm nuts. Because they've been told so many times the big lie. And I'm trying to explain it's all about your wallet. And I show them what they said 30 years ago about global cooling. And it like still goes in one ear throughout and out the other. And I explained to them Bernie Sanders wanting to tax uh, years ago saying nobody should make over a million bucks and you should be taxed at 100% after that. And explain why that's bad. I'm going to keep trying. Up next, full market wrap. And lots more. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. America is talking. Investors Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. So highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. The market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim back one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Dow's up 140. S&P 20. NASDAQ 53. NASDAQ 134. Socks up 14. Transport's up 105. Advanced declines were good. Up down volume was good. But just an, another one of those days. I, I'll just use the Dow uh, for the heck of it. The Dow hit 25,796. It was up about 290 at one time. And then it was only up 20, like a few 30 minutes to go. And then in the last five minutes, rallied up like 90 points. But they blame the algorithms and the programs for the downside, but they never say any credit for the upside. Anyway, those are the final numbers. Um, what stood out? Let me, let me talk about the negative first. The managed care stocks are getting smoked. Um, we're talking about in the Dow United Health, uh, WellCare Health down 10 today, uh, Humana down 7 today. Uh, Molina Health, MOH, down 14 today. The story goes is the Obamacare stuff, the 
some judge ruled this, or I'm not going to get into the minutia, but obviously it doesn't help manage care. Whenever the vote has to do with giving you the choice of not doing something, they kind of go down. Just remember what Obamacare did, and this is not taking a side. It mandated you had to get. Even if you didn't want, you had to get, and you had to get a certain type. Not taking a side. We've talked about that enough. Anyway, that, that's the story there. Uh, financials bounced today. They were up nicely early. They were getting cheesed again, and they rallied towards the close, but still not to where they were on the high side today, but better, but on lighter volume. And may I just say overall, the financials oversold but remain bearish and maybe can bounce some more. Yields today, they were up a little, finished down. We're at 2.414 on the 10-year. I'm putting on my glasses. Uh, In the Dow, uh, 3M up 4. Hit the uh, 50-day twice and has bounced off now. Uh, Twos were Disney, Goldman Sachs, Visa. He's a master card act pretty good. Dollar, Chevron, IBM, Johnson & Johnson, McDonald's, Nike, Procter & Gamble, and Exxon. The big loser today was Apple down two bucks. The issue with Apple is pretty much they came out with this whole thing yesterday. And listen, it's been folly to go against Apple, and I'm not going to, but I'm just going to state some things again. They're coming out with TV channels. So they're catching up to others. There's already the Hulu, the Amazon Fire Stick, uh, Roku, DirecTV, Dish, all the cable outlets. You name it, it's out there. Those are my dog barking at somebody. Um, so Apple now is playing catch-up on TV channels. Uh, they're playing catch-up on video games. And by the way, they're going to sign people up, and they're going to do a lot of sales. The question is how much they're going to make off it. They're coming out with the Apple credit card. If I tell you, and I'm not making this up, in the last month I probably got 50 offers in the mail for new credit cards. And I'm always, I always get the email every day. You ever, you ever hear the points guy? By the way, you should, every one of you, get the ma- email every day from the points guy. I think it's thepointsguy.com. Gives you the greatest deals on credit cards that tie you into hotels and airlines and gave, gives you the best deal. Really great stuff. The points guy. He doesn't even know I'm saying this, but you really should sign up. It's free, by the way. Um, so a credit card, whoopee do. How about news and magazines? Really? I can't get news free every day uh, anywhere on the web. No, I can't. I know you got to pay for digital New York Times and Washington Post, but overall, news is free. Everywhere, it's free. So to me, there's nothing groundbreaking with this Apple thing at all. I think it's going to raise sales, but on a percentage basis compared to the sales they have, uh, so we'll see. Uh, only one casualty in growth land today, the trade desk uh, the story is Google may opt them out or whatever they do. It's the advertising stuff. I'm not going to get into it. But overall, growth was pretty decent today. The cloud stocks like Service now, the Visa, Mastercard, good, good action today. Chipotle up another 12. They must be selling marijuana at their restaurants. Wow, gaps up, sits, breaks out. It's a, I told you that's one that I didn't buy that I'm really PO'd about that I should have bought. It's gone up 13% since I should have bought it. I freely tell you when. I got no problem with that. So pretty good day there. Uh, and there was some uh, earnings casualties also. Uh, Carnival Cruise Lines, down f- down about 8%. Earnings down 6%. That's pretty bad. That's not good. Bad number. 
And by the way, we're seeing a bunch of the, these type of numbers and a lot of things, but reactions haven't been as bad. And if you've never been on a cruise, you must do a cruise once in your lifetime. It is the coolest. Just don't drink too much and sit on the rails. That would be a bad thing. And I love the Disney cruise when my kids were young. If your kids are young, do the Disney cruise. It's the coolest. Look at me advocating things today. Market bounced a little bit today after recent drubbing. Remember, end of quarter window dressing. You got three more days of it. Doesn't mean we're going to go up. Uh, it just usually means we'll be okay. Today was a bounce back up. Better action today in small and mid caps, which have been laboring quite poorly. And the transports bounced today also. The transports have been on the quite the weak side also. As we have told you, it is not throw the dark time in this market at all. As the market's been narrowing. We've talked about the yield curve. I don't want to kill that thing to death. Just want to state it has to be watched. I took Brooks Kepka this week in the Balf uh, this week. Just letting you know. I'm in fantasy league. And I forgot to mention Gonzaga is still in the tournament. They're in the Sweet 16 now. We gave you Gonzaga to win the whole thing. And quite the press Duke won against University of Central Florida, my hometown college team. But my kids went to FSU, Florida State, and they're still in it. And again, all the yield curve means is there is a bet on slowdown in economic growth. Not necessarily the end of the world, but something that must be watched. When the one-month, two-three-month treasury bills are yielding more than the 10-year, it's telling you that the 10-year is being bet down on slower growth. I'm letting you know, 100% expectation on my part, if this continues, we will get a rate cut within the next 90 days. Typically, it's a good thing for the market. If we go into recession, not so sure. Up next, more of this, that, and the other thing. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor said. You're listening to... Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, now. go. Action! Investor's Edge with Gary Kopa. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So just to cover uh, your emails... I get it asked a lot about housing, and as I always say, housing is about location, where you live, what type of thing you're looking for. I can tell you a few things that are going on right now. The high-end and the high-end cities have topped out in the last few months. They're all coming down, uh, or they can't sell. The prices to build have been coming down because the prices have become outrageous on the upside. This goes where I can go from London to New York on this. And I think I mentioned nine months ago, 12 months ago, I saw a picture of this wooden shack, this dilapidated wooden shack in San Francisco that got sold for 900000 bucks. And when I say dilapidated shack, it was a shack. And if I tell you it couldn't have been more than the size of a hotel room, it was just this parcel of real estate that was a shack, $900,000. So it depends on the area. I think if you're in the, uh, the twos and 250s, no worries. I'm not seeing any disaster where 250s going back to 175 or 400s going back to 250, 300. But 
You know my overall thoughts about asset bubbles, and it's something we do have to pay attention to. Uh, I do believe right now it is a buyer's market in many areas of the market, even with interest rates coming down. Of course, mortgage rates have really dropped over the past, uh, I don't know, three months. That should provide a little bit of headwind. Housing stocks, eh, they actually kind of sort of look a little constructive here. They just haven't been able to get going in any way, shape, or form. So there's your housing for you on that end. I'm incessantly asked about Facebook. I think they have issues. I really do. And I go back, go by my own experience in that. A lot of people I know are not posting anymore. I real, I still have a page, but I don't use it. I go on it. I used to tweet, then it would hit the Facebook, and I, I don't do that anymore. Uh, the number of millennials that have shut it down is gargantuan. I believe there's a reason why they're trying to change things up, and they lost the head of product and this, that, and the other thing. I think they really, really have mishandled things as far as the privacy, and I think Mark Zuckerberg completely lied on, uh, on Capitol Hill. That's why he wasn't under oath, and he doesn't have to worry about it. I just think it's been completely mishandled. The stock is completely underperformed as of recent. It's, it's one of those things, the show me at this point in time, uh, the stock did gap up on a really crappy earnings number about eight, nine weeks ago, uh, but has done nothing since. A lot of insiders are selling. Uh, earnings have decelerated. Revenues have decelerating, so I'm going to have to see better. Just my thoughts. Tesla asked about it all the time. Personally, I just don't trust what comes out of the company. I've seen too many inconsistencies come out of the company. I've seen too many times, this is it. And then three weeks later, no, that is that. Completely contradicting the last one. Recently, they put out an announcement to get rid of all the stores. Within three days, they changed that. It's kind of like Trump with his North Korea stance in the last week. So I just don't trust it. It's very tough to be shorted, and there's a simple reason why. There's a 30 million share short in it. And you can get squeezed up the wazoo on one of Elon Musk's announcements, which leads to him, I think he's flaky. And I still don't believe he understands that he's CEO of a public company, and I think he's completely mishandled that. Completely. Completely. Uh, I get asked often about the people that tell you that depressions are right around the corner. Number one, many of them have been calling for it for 50 years. Many have been calling for crashes forever. And of course, we've had a couple in the last 20 years. They were right during that time. Many of them have books to sell. Books sell. And our little motto is, instead of listening to them, pay attention to the market. If the market's going to crash... It's got to break the 50-day. It's got to break the 200-day. You've got to have the semiconductors roll over. You've got to have the leading growth names getting trashed. And you've got to have the stair steps heading south. All that stuff would have to happen. So why not wait till that happens for starters? As far as depressions, I think the market would flush that out first. But wait a minute, Gary. you got the central banks. I think in spite of the central banks, the market will get trashed if it telegraphs a depression coming. Because a depression would crush earnings, crush valuations would spike up and then get crushed. So again, we just tell you to watch the market. And you business people, go look what's happening in your own businesses. We'll give you a clue. Speak to your suppliers. See how many customers you have. And all that. 
So just an answer to a few of your questions, hopefully it helped. We'll have a lot more as we move forward. And you have a great evening, and you drive carefully, and when you get home, do like we do. Quite as simple. Go make sure you hug your children. Nighty night off. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.